This is Talking with Tegan. Viewer discretion advised, there will be spoilers ahead, so if you are interested in this show, movie, or book, make sure to go watch it before you listen to this episode. Hi guys, I'm Tegan, and today's topic is the second book of the Goddess Test series called The Goddess Interrupted. So if you listened to my last episode, you guys already know what this book is about, so I'm just going to kind of jump into it. Um, If you have read this series, then keep listening. If you haven't and you're kind of interested by this, I would listen to the first episode too, So because sometimes I'll be intrigued by, you know, a second book in the series, but not the first, so I would listen to that one too. Um... So, in the last episode, I talked about the ending and how Kate and James went off to their summer vacation after the six months were up in the wintertime. And so, in this second book, it immediately picks up when they get back. So, when they get back, Kate and James go into the Eden Manor where they were before and she was wondering where everybody was because nobody was there. And James told her that that's not where they lived. And that they lived in the Underworld Palace. So he takes her there and he and she gets there and she says hi to like a couple of her friends. Um, Ava's there. And um, I don't remember who else is there, but there was another person. And then all of a sudden she gets this like pounding headache and she like falls to her knees. And like something really weird is happening. And then all of a sudden she like sees Henry talking to somebody I don't really know who it's who was because I read these so fast that I am just now doing this because it was time and I made the mistake of not recording this right after I read it um so I might be a little fuzzy on some details so he was talking and then all of a sudden she like goes back and she sees like James and Ava looking at her and like all concerned and she's like what the heck was that and so then they find out that that was her ability so you know every god or goddess has abilities so hers is like visions she can see other people in different times like you know she'll be in one place and she can have a vision of somebody in another place and i'm pretty sure they didn't really specify but i'm pretty for sure they she can like see back in time or in the future i'm pretty for sure it might just be the present and maybe the past like you know a little bit in the past but i don't i don't know for sure um so then she like goes to see henry and he's like not he's very standoffish and she's like what the heck you know like bruh and he like won't touch her and he won't hug her he barely even said hello he didn't kiss her or anything um and she's very confused of what is happening and then she gets filled in with what that vision was and it was Kronos it was escaping from his prison so a little backstory I forgot to mention this in the prologue um it's like Calliope talking to this girl I don't really remember her name but it was part of her punishment that Kate had given her in the end of the goddess test um where she has to spend time with each one of the girls that she killed like the girls who participated in the test themselves and get to know them and have them forgive her for doing it so she was spending time with one of the girls I'm pretty for sure it was still the first girl. Um, 
And then all of a sudden she like sees this fog and she like walks into it. And that was like the end of the prologue. So Kronos is the creator of all the gods. He's one of the Titans, which it'll explain a little bit more in I'll explain that a little bit more into this podcast because it explains it further into the book, if that makes sense. Um and so when she gets filled in about Kronos and how he's escaping, he's not fully escaping, but he's like awake and he's like slowly seeping out and like trying to break out um they realize that calliope is helping him that they've teamed up and both of them are very very powerful obviously titan is more powerful than a god but calliope is one of the stronger ones of the bunch um and so there's like this really big threat and so henry is like trying to like plan everything and then Kate is going to have her, you know, her ceremony and to become queen of the underworld so she can, you know, fully rule with Henry and, like, learn the ropes, I guess. And she, like, halfway through it, she was about ready to, like, you know, finish. And this fog, like, comes through and, like, starts, like, attacking everybody. And it's, like, Kronos because, you know, he, like, takes the shape and like form of fog instead of rather than a man or like a titan i don't know if i'm explaining this correctly and so then kate and ava like they like run but they realized that chronos wasn't trying to attack all the other people they were trying to attack kate and so they had a suspicion that it was because calliope doesn't you know isn't very fond of kate so they were trying to have her killed so they then henry and walter and one other person they go after him to go and try to help and then they find out that henry and walter and the other guy they got captured by chronos and they're like being held and because kate had a vision of them being like tied up and like beat to death and so excuse me sorry um so then they go through and they're trying to like devise a plan and it's not really working but like because not everybody's on board they're all like very scared because all of them knew chronos like back then and they like tell told her stories of how they were created to protect human beings because the titans weren't nice they like wouldn't were like terrible to humans and so they were all, like, really scared of him and didn't want to fight him anymore because people had already gotten hurt and, like, they're the- the Titans are the only ones who can kill the gods and goddesses. So, obviously, they're, like, super scared. Like, normally, they wouldn't be and they're just like, yeah, let's go fight them because they have immortality. But, in this case, they can die. So, they're really terrified of it. And so, Kate's like, fine, I'll go look for them for myself. And then Ava's like, fine, I'll go with you. And then James is like, fine, I'll go with you. And so all three of them are going. And they're going to search for Henry. But they have no idea how to get to where they are. Because they know, Kate knows where they are. But they, she doesn't know how to get there. And so James tells her, you know, the only person that can take you there is Henry, because he knows where it is, too. I'm pretty sure it was the gate, like, to the underworld. Um, James says, Henry's the only one who can take you there, and one other person. And she's like, well, Henry doesn't work, so who is it? So he says, 
Well, it's Persephone, and so they have to go find Persephone and travel with her and even get her help to go and save Henry and the others. So, pretty much the whole book is literally, I'm not even joking, like, their journey to them. Like, the whole journey to them. So, when they they start traveling and it's, like, a long way and each time that they pass a new person, a new reality comes through. So they're just walking through, and so once they hit the end of somebody's, like, reality, like, some their afterlife, then it jumps into this other person's. So they got to see, like, all these, and it was sad because Kate was very descriptive on, like, the people who thought they deserved, you know, torture or deserved hell or whatever their reality was. Um, and, like, it's also, like, based on religions, like, if they're, like, you know, a Christian and they believe in heaven and hell and they did something bad, you know, or they're, like, a bad person, and and they believe that they're going to hell, then that would be their torture, you know, and how they, like, envision hell. So, it was really sad because they, like, she got to see that in, like, very descriptive detail, and she couldn't help them because that was, like, against the rules. So, once they reach Persephone, there's, like, real really like a lot of tension between like all three of them like between Kate and Persephone James and Persephone and Ava and Persephone there's like tension all around and she's with her boyfriend or husband I don't know if they ever got married but the person who she left to go be with and gave up her own immortality for so that was who she was with I'm I don't quite remember his name um it was very hard to pronounce, too, so I don't know necessarily who, like, what his name was, but I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. So, they're talking about, like, how they need her help and how they can't do it with Outer because they don't know where it is, and they explained that Kate has her visions, and at first she was like, um, no, I'm not gonna help you because Kronos can kill me. But not really, you know, like, she's already dead, but she's scared of Kronos herself because she was the queen of the underworld and a god for a long time. Like, thousands of years. Um, and so then she, like, finally agrees, and it's, like, their journey to the gate, which isn't super, like, exciting. It's honestly just kind of them traveling and them, like, bickering because none of them really get along. And then... One important thing is that James and Persephone were the first affair against Henry. So, like when Persephone and Henry were together, James was the first person that they had a relate that she had a relationship with while they were still married. So that was why there was tension. And Ava, like I don't I don't remember if she actually had something like beef with her or if she just didn't like her because what she did to Henry and with James. But, yeah, she doesn't like her either. Um, and so then another vision happened with Kate. And she saw um, a lot of other ones. She saw Diana and Dylan. Like, pretty much, like, the rest of the gods and goddesses who, wasn't, who weren't captured. They were, like, on this exotic island. I don't exactly remember where it was. And they were trying... They saw, like, a crack. And, like, fog was starting to seep through. And they, like, pushed it back in. And it was Kronos starting to escape. So, they had to, like, seal it. And they are creating a trap. So, he couldn't leave. So, they could buy them some time to, like, defeat him. 
And so she like sees that and she like tells everybody and they're like, hey, we got to go. We got to go because he's like getting further out. And so then they reach the gate and they like they reach like the there was like this. It was like a wall. Okay, just imagine this. It was a wall with I don't know how to describe this. Persephone like is feeling against the wall. Then all of a sudden her hand like goes through the wall. And that's like the entrance into the spot where the gate is. Like, it's not necessarily the gate itself, but it's the little, like, cavern type of thing. And so, she goes, and James goes, and then, like, they're like, you can't follow us, Kate, because if he kills you, then, like, he gets what you want. And, like, that's not the whole point, you know? And so, they all go, and she's waiting out, and it's been a while. And then, this the girl who Calliope was with in the prologue shows up, and she's, like, talking to Kate. And so, that's when, you know... They explained that that's where Calliope found Kronos because she was in her reality, which is where they are now. And so they go in there and she's like talking to her and she's like, hi. And like all like super sweet and like bubbly. And they were like talking about Henry and how she was super, super sweet and how Kate was brave and that they wouldn't have been here if Kate hadn't stood up and the girl told Kate to go into there and help because she could, you know, like Henry believed in her and how he loved her and how nothing wrong was going to happen. And so she goes in there and she's like hiding. I don't know if it was a wall or like a rock or something, but, because they weren't super, like, descriptive, or I don't really remember either one, um, and then she, like, realizes, wait, like, I, Persephone has this, because Persephone was, like, negotiating with Calliope, and so she's, like, okay, I can leave now, like, they aren't, they're okay, like, Persephone can't get hurt, so she can help, and so she goes to sneak back out, so she wouldn't get caught, so she wouldn't mess it up for everybody, and then Calliope sees her, and, like, makes her, like, come to her, and she, like, ties her up with Henry, and she sees Henry and all the others hanging, and she sees, like, James and Ava, you know, hanging, and they're kept, and there were, like, a few more people who were stuck up there, and she sees Henry, and Henry doesn't do anything, and then she's, like, look, here's Kate now, I can kill her, and, Henry's, like, negotiating with Calliope and, like, let them go. And she's, like, I'm going to kill Kate. Calliope says, I'm going to kill Kate. And he's, like, do it. Just freaking let them all go. And she says, if you open the door, I'll let them go. Like, open the gate so Coronos can get out and I'll let them go. And it, he's, like, let them go first. And then he, she was, like, I'm going to kill Kate if you don't open the gate. And he's, like, kill her. He's, like, let them go. And so they went back and forth, like, with this whole, like, killer, I don't freaking care, and uh, I'm gonna kill her, you know, just everything like that. Everybody was trying to kill Kate, pretty much. <laughs> and so he finally agrees to open the gate because she starts letting them go. And Kate's seriously, like, freaking out. She's like, what the heck are you doing? You literally are an idiot. <laughs> like, do you expect them all to survive? Like, they're all gonna die, you dummy. And so... He starts, like, opening it, and you have to open... He has to open it with his blood. So, like, he cuts his hand, and he, like, puts it on one of the bars, and it'll break the bar. And so, it's, like, you have to go through 
all of them. I'm pretty sure there were seven. And so he's like doing that. And Kate's like, oh my God, like you idiots stop. And then he like, he, Kate grabs his hand, like, cause they're like handcuffed together, not really handcuffed, you know, but like they're tied together. And she like holds his hand and he like squeezed back and then he like let go and it was like so brief that she didn't even think that he squeezed back and she was like did he or did he not you know and so she was like this guy is literally an idiot he's gone he's he doesn't care about me i literally hate him um and so then finally he like stops and like attacks Clypey and like backs off you know and then kate like attacks her attacks her and obviously, you know, she can't die, but she, like, knocked her out real hard. And so, then they all, like, get free, and they, like, go back, and Calliope is, you know, captured. Kronos is not, like, fully defeated, but he's also not, like, escaped. And so, then Kate is, like, sleeping, you know, and she, like, wakes up, and Henry says, like, hey, like, could you come do this for me? And she goes and she has to go talk to Calliope to figure out, like, everything that's going on. And Calliope is, like, being super difficult. And she wouldn't talk to anybody but Kate. And she wasn't even really giving answers even then. And then finally Kate, like, goes to leave and... Calliope looks at her and, like, starts, like, saying something. And Henry, like, whips Kate out of the way. Like, I'm trying to... Oh, okay. So, we were watching Criminal Minds the other day. And, like, one of the cops, like, grabbed this little girl and, like, just, like, spun around and, like, swung her. Henry pretty much did that. He, like, picked her up and just, like, spun her around to get her out of the way. And, like, slammed the door. And they were so worried that Calliope was, like, doing something to her because she can do stuff like that. And so then he's, like, all worried about her, but not really. Like, he's still very, like, he's kind of being rude almost, but not, like, super, super rude. And so she goes back, and then they start arguing. He's, like, why are you, you know, why haven't you spoken to me? And they have this, like, huge fight. And it's very, very back and forth, but not, it's, like, there's some things that, you know, weren't super repetitive, repetitive. But the whole subject was, like, why haven't you talked to me? Like, I'm your wife now. Like, you're ignoring me. You've barely even touched me. Um, like, you... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I forgot this huge, this huge, huge part. Okay, sorry. Um, one time, they... After all of this has happened, I mean, before... I mean, after they had escaped, but before she went and talked to Clippy... Oh, I'm so sorry. I messed this up. <laughs> Henry was sitting in this dark room and he left like Kate and Persephone was staying for a while to help with Kronos. So then it, Kate has this vision. She like, you know, she does her whole thing where she like falls into it and she sees like Persephone walk into this dark room where Henry is and she's like talking to him and she like sits down on his lap and they're, like, talking about how he loved her and how she's happy and stuff like that. And then she kisses him. 
And it, Kate is like, oh my gosh, like, he doesn't love me anymore. Like, what is happening? Like, I knew that he would always choose her over me. Like, I can't keep doing this. Like, this tears me apart. And he, and so she was like, was that everything that you hoped to be? And Kate fell out of it. So she didn't get to hear his response. But of course, she assumed that he said yes. And like, I love you still. And so then when he, she's still in her room. And so when he comes into the room, she says, I'm leaving. And so then she goes to sleep and then she wakes up and then that whole Calliope thing happened. And then here we are (laughs) and they are arguing about that. And she says like, you kiss Persephone. Like, I can't believe that you would do that to me. And she was like, I can't keep doing this. Like you're tearing me apart. Like I love you and you don't love me back. And he's like, just kind of standing there and not really like responding but like he's also really mad so he's like he's very quiet and just kind of taking it because he's upset for whatever reason and then he like you know he snaps back a couple times and the argument ends and then they go to and she goes to sleep and then henry comes in like a little later and because he had to go like to a meeting or whatever and he comes in and in the dark and he like gets into bed and she says hi you know or whatever and he's like sorry I didn't mean to wake you and she's like I haven't been asleep and then she's like really sad and she like remembers what Ava said to her about James and Persephone and she realized that he must have assumed that James and Kate had been together over the summer like relationship wise like they weren't just friends you know and so then she like says to him she's like nothing happened between me and James and it's like quiet for a second and then he goes don't go like stay like stay with me and she realized that that and she says okay and she realizes that's what happened that she thought that she was cheating on him and then because in the argument he had said you know like the summer's like whatever you want to do like I told you that you didn't have to tie down to me in the summer. Like, it's only in the wintertime. You just have to be here and roll with me. You don't actually have to be in love with me. And so she was really sad. And, like, the next day they kind of, like, a little bit more bond. And they weren't super, like, close again. But it wasn't nearly as bad. And they were slowly kind of peeling her out of a shell. And then she runs into Persephone. And she tells her that he said, no, it wasn't everything that I hoped for, like she asked before Kate didn't get to see it. And so, yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, so then after that happened, pretty much, I just love this book, you guys. It's fantastic. There's so much that happens. Um, so after that, they're like having this meeting, she finishes her ceremony and then they have this meeting and they're talking about, like, everything that is happening, like, how to do this, and he says, like, Walter says, Zeus, he says, I don't expect any of you guys to fight. You guys will not be discriminated against. If you don't, like, nobody's gonna hold it against you, because, like, we understand what's at stake here, and Henry then stands up, and he says, okay, I'm, like, dropping out. Sorry, buddies, because he didn't want to, you know, he wanted to be there for Kate, and so then she's, like, you can't do that. Oh, Ah, dang it. Okay, I forgot another thing. After that night where he apologized, they had slept together. And, uh, because they said, you know, they made up and they loved each other again. 
sorry, I keep messing stuff because I'm trying to get, I'm trying to be short and concise without spoiling too much while still telling you what happens. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, I love her, you know, I can't leave her. And so I'm going to stay. And she's like, um, excuse me, you cannot stay. You have to help them because you cannot not help your family because of me. Because they were your family first, you know, and like everything like I get that you choose me go 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 and he's like I'm not gonna leave and so she's like fine I'll help and uh, so then she has they like are talking and he's like um no and she's like um yes and so they kind of like just not really argue but just bicker about it for a second like you can't do that and she's like well you can't not help and then they're talking about how the only way that they're going to be able to defeat Kronos is with another Titan because they don't have Calliope on their side because she's, you know, working, she was working with Kronos. So Kate volunteers to go find that Titan. And Henry's like, why are you going to leave me? Like, I love you so much. Like, please don't go. And so she's like, I have to. Ava's like, I'll go with her. And so it's like, it like you know jumps a little bit and she's like leaving and she's packing and everything and he's like henry's really upset that she's leaving because he loves her and he doesn't want her to leave now that they're you know back to normal and it's like she says goodbye to everybody and they walk out and she's like they're walking up the driveway or down the driveway i don't know which one they're walking the driveway and she sees, like, Calliope, and Ava is like, come on. And Kate's like, what the heck, we need to go back. And she says, no, come on. And so they get to Calliope, and Kate's like, what is happening? And Calliope, like, grabs her. And she's like, wait. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. She's like, no, give her back. And Ava says that. And Calliope's like, too late. And she's like, but she's pregnant. And Calliope's like, oh, I know. I did it. So it's like, oh. So Calliope is the goddess of fertility. And two other things I just don't know off the top of my head. So she, when Henry and her had slept together, she had made her get pregnant. Like, that was all she needed. For them to get pregnant. And Ava. I don't know how this happened. Or like why Ava would do it. But for some reason. Because they didn't explain in this book. They're, they will explain in the next book. Um, for some reason Ava had helped Calliope. Take Ava to her. And like it wasn't like by accident. Like she was doing it. She just didn't know that she was pregnant. Because she, she said I wouldn't have done it. If I knew that she was pregnant. So. That's what happened. And then it ends, like, with, this is how I'm gonna die. Like, I'm dead. Because Calliope, like, smashed the back of her head with a rock. So, that's the end of the book. I'm so sorry, you guys. This was, like, a hot mess. It was super back and forth. Um, but if this at all sounded intriguing, I would seriously recommend reading these books. They are so good. And if you guys enjoyed these books, if you guys would like to recommend um, other books to me, you can email me at talkingwithtnpodcast at gmail.com, all lowercase, no spaces. Or you can leave a message at my anchor on my Anchor website if you just Google Talking with Tegan Podcast. It will be the second link to anchor the first one is another podcast that's called talking with Tegan. so it's the second link and then it will have the option for leaving a message um yeah that's it thank you for listening to my podcast um see you next week
that was talking with Tegan. Thank you. Bye.